Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. Hope you're doing well. We got somebody from Argentina in the chat right now. And dude, I hope you're doing all right. I saw that the Argentina Central Bank raised their interest rates to like 97% today. Raised them six points to 97%, which for context, in America, our central bank rose interest rates to like, what is it now? Five, six, seven percent, something like that. And that's causing a problem. Everybody's up in arms about that. Argentina, 97%. It, it is, a, is like 100 the highest it can go? I don't understand. Can they even 107% inflation enter in? Dude, holy shit. There's a loaf of bread there, like $50,000. That's crazy, man. Hope you're staying safe. And what's also ridiculous and crazy is Media Matters got a bunch of us banned from Buy Me a Coffee today. So no more Buy Me a Coffee link down in the description underneath this video. And no more Buy Me a Coffee ad on my screens here. We're doing locals and... My conscious strength brand, screw buy me a coffee. They caved. They caved to these Media Matters Marxists. Buy me a coffee is now officially going to be known as buy me a commie. Or buy me a soy latte. How about that? Freaking cowards, bro. Yes. So I'll just talk about this story real quick. A um, couple of days ago, Media Matters put out this, this was on the 12th, this is on Friday, right? Yeah, Friday. Media Matters wrote this article, Buy Me a Coffee, the crowdfunding platform that QAnon figures have used to raise hundreds of thousands of dollars. And it's the typical Media Matters smear piece, guerrilla journalism style, where what they do is they say, oh my God, these extremists, these dangerous disinformation peddling QAnon influencer extremists are using this platform and this platform is making money off of these extremists and these extremists are breaking the terms of service on this platform and let me list all of these different influencers using the platform. We got Liz Crokin listed in here, got RedPill78, Kyle, Just Human. Uh, who else? Me, freaking me, Brad Getz, Pepe Lives Matter, like a bunch of us. Um, some idiots listed in this list, but, you know, the solid people I just named are there. All of us got banned this morning. It was like 3 a.m. this morning. Every single one of us got an email letting us know that our accounts got axed. So it's not that big of a deal. My Buy Me a Coffee page wasn't that popular or, you know, didn't get that much engagement or traffic, but it's still a pain in the ass. It's still like a couple hundred bucks a month, right? And then just Media Matters being absolute, especially Alex Kaplan, that's who it is. Alex freaking Kaplan. And he's done this a thousand times. Actually, it was Media Matters that I think got me banned from PayPal and Cash App in 2021, two years ago. So they do this all the freaking time when they try to silence people. And wage, really, it's economic warfare, right? They're going for your pocketbooks. So you can't continue doing this work. It's economic warfare. So 
when they want to get people banned or deplatformed, they write a hit piece like this, and it's a pressure campaign. It's a pressure campaign to the tech companies to say, oh, look at you guys platforming these dangerous people. And then here, buy me a coffee caves. Look, it even says here, update. Buy Me A Coffee has suspended every account mentioned in this article. In a statement to Media Matters, Buy Me A Coffee CEO Jijo Sunny said, We strongly condemn hate groups and have a moderation team who take them down on a daily basis, even before they make any money. This is sometimes overridden when people pretend to be someone else to raise money. We will continue to be extra cautious and take action as soon as it's noticed or reported. I don't understand this. I've been on Buy Me A Coffee for two years and I have not impersonated anybody. So what kind of weird bullshit statement is that from Buy Me A Coffee CEO? In fact, this was the email they sent me this morning. Your account has been suspended due to risk concerns. We regret to inform you. You don't regret shit, Buy Me A Commie. We regret to inform you that our moderation team has suspended your account due to risk concerns. Unfortunately, this means we will no longer be able to do work with you. What's a risk concern? I've been up there for two years. Zero risk. Dude, again, not that big of a deal, but it's just the principle, right? It's the principle. This is like the 20... I can't even count at this point. I don't even know. And many of these many of these platforms I've been banned from like multiple times, multiple accounts. So this is like the 22nd... Maybe in 24th, maybe even two dozen different websites, platforms that have booted me at this point. So I'll compile that list maybe tomorrow. I don't know. And uh... Chat asks, am I back on Twitter yet? Yes. So maybe we'll take Twitter off that list. Yes, I've been back on Twitter for like two months. So go find me there. My handle is at Jordan underscore Sather underscore. So there's two underscores. Yes, I'm salty. And I thank you, chat, for being salty with me. Extra salty today, for sure. Himalayan salt to the max on this. Media freaking matters, bro. I wrote a Substack article this morning, uh, digging into media matters a little bit. Not too much, but just talking about like David Brock and checking out Media Matters Financials, which it looked like. There was a couple problems there with Media Matters Financials. Just saying, not going to get into it here. Go check out my Substack article I wrote. But there was a couple issues. Like, Media Matters is like a few years behind in posting their financial statements on their website. It's kind of weird. Anyway, <sighs> thank you for letting me get that off of my chest. That's enough on the Media Marxists for America and Buy Me a Commie. Um, one more thing real quick. I am on Locals. If you do want to support somewhere, help out. I'm on Locals and I'm on Subscribestar. So those are the two, I guess, crowdfunding subscription platforms where you can support uh, on a monthly basis. You can also find me on Substack for articles and jordansather.tv for uh, videos if you prefer one of those as well. So Locals, Subscribestar, Substack, jordansather.tv. All right, enough shameless plugs. Um, let's continue. Actually, before we get into the Durham report, I do have a quick shout out to the supporter for today's video that is Virtual Shield. Whether you're trying to surf websites that are blocked in your area, keep your data safe and encrypted when you're surfing the web, or block the prying eyes from government and websites from tracking your internet usage, 
a virtual private network is going to help with all of these things. Virtual Shield is an awesome VPN for super cheap too. Using the link in the description underneath this video can get you two years of Virtual Shield's VPN for just three and a half dollaroos per month, three and a half bucks. This is what I use and I highly recommend. Go check them out, super easy. You just download their app on whatever device and log in and there you go. Scrambles your IP address, encrypts your data. Super easy, super convenient. So check them out. All right, Durham News. Durham, John Durham released a report today and it looks like contained within his report, he stated that he is uh, wrapping up his investigation. So take that for what it's worth. But Durham within this report finds that the DOJ and FBI failed to uphold their mission of strict fidelity to the law in Trump-Russia probe. Now, those of us who are red-pilled to the max are sitting here thinking to ourselves, oh, yes. No shit, Sherlock. We've known this for years. And yes, we have known this for years. But the point here is that this isn't for us. This is for... Normie Jane and Joe out there, sitting there watching CNN, reading the New York Times. Speaking of the New York Times, remember when they got a Pulitzer Prize for their Russiagate reporting in 2018? New York Times, Pulitzer Prize? Uh, are they going to have to give that back? Are they going to get that taken away? They should. Anyway, this is for Normie Jane and Joe out there watching their CNN, their NBC, their CBS. This is for them. So, just got to set the stage, just got to prep the narratives, get it out there, yada, 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 yes. But, okay, I'll give you this. We've been waiting a long freaking time. We've been waiting a long freaking time for John Durham to bring some goods, and the goods that he has so far brought us seem to be underwhelming, I'll just say I'm still having patience with this. I'll still wait, see here, see what comes, give it some time. I did see this from Jim Jordan today. He said that they've reached out to the Justice Department to have Special Counsel John Durham testify next week. That would, that that's something that would give me a little more excitement in this. If John Durham actually went to testify to Congress, hopefully it would be not behind closed doors, but even if it is behind closed doors, that would give me a little bit of more, a little bit more hope in this situation, a little bit more excitement. Okay, maybe some sort of ball is finally freaking rolling here. It's curious though, John Durham actually speaking. Can he speak? I don't know if I've ever heard him speak. There might be a video tour on YouTube buried deep in there of him actually talking, but that would be uh, hopeful. Here is Technofog with a few more details, deeper details on this Durham report. Let's check out his thread. We have the Durham report, a running thread. The Clinton campaign plan to link Trump to Russia, known to the CIA, was briefed to Obama, Biden, Lynch, and Comey. Indeed. The FBI and DOJ restricted two investigations into Hillary Clinton during the 2016 election. The Clinton Foundation investigation and illegal foreign contributions to the Clinton campaign. Speaking of which, everybody's 
all over the Biden crime family for their pay-to-play dealings in these various countries, Romania, Ukraine, China, etc., which, sure, most definitely is a problem. But what about all that Clinton Foundation money? I mean, the Biden crime family, they were getting to the tune of tens of millions of dollars, from what I understand. Clinton Foundation getting hundreds of millions. So the Biden crime family is bad. They're very bad. But they're not the worst. I don't think they're as bad as the Clinton crime family. Anyway, Crossfire Hurricane was opened as a full investigation, yet days after it was opened, Peter Strzok was essentially telling a London FBI employee that there's nothing to this. Even he admitted it. According to an FBI confidential human source, in early 2016, the Clinton campaign was fully aware of and okay with a foreign contribution in violation of federal law. The FBI agent didn't get receipts and asked the source, the source to stay away from the Clinton campaign. The FBI made no effort to investigate the Clinton campaign's acceptance of an illegal campaign contribution that was made by the FBI's own long-term confidential human source. Um, let's see. Carter Page FISA submitted under intense pressure from the FBI leadership. Comey rolled it through. FBI leadership was so concerned about what its agents were finding about the steel memos that they ordered. No more memos. Don't document anything. FBI Deputy Assistant Director for Counter Intel, Dina Corsi, ordered the FBI team not to write any more memos. No memos. No paper trail. The FBI paid Steele primary subsource Danchenko 220 grand. Man, that's it? You're committing treason? And you're only getting not even a quarter of a million dollars? Hmm. Cheap. Cheap, cheap deep state bastards here. The cheap state. Anyway. There's a few notes from it, so onward from this. Check this headline out from CNN here. What's, cha what's changing at CNN? Regardless, the report is now here. It has dropped, and it might not have produced everything of what some Republicans hoped for. It, it is, regardless, devastating to the FBI, and to a degree, it does exonerate Donald Trump. Terrible for the FBI and exonerates Donald Trump? Are, are these actual words coming from CNN guy here? Jake Tapper? And then, compare and contrast with NBC headline. <laughs> this is a YouTube video posted to the NBC News official YouTube. Durham report finds troubling contacts between Trump campaign and Russia. Holy shit. Shut the hell up. Still? Still? You're really gonna run with that headline? Let's check out the comments on this. Hilarious that YouTubers did a better job investigating this stuff for years. Better than the information juggernaut that's supposed to be the mainstream media. Indeed. I'm surprised that NBC is allowing comments on this video. Durham. The FBI investigation was bogus. NBC. The exact opposite of that. <laughs> right? 
Love how the headline has nothing to do with the information in the report. Poor journalism from NBC. It's not. It's not journalism. We can't even classify it as poor journalism. Because it's not like they're even trying to be factual. NBC, just keep lying. They will eventually believe us. <laughs> uh, nope. But, point is, compare and contrast NBC fake news with what is changing at CNN, right? Something has got to be changing there. We had that town hall. We have some, like, actual, maybe unbiased, nonpartisan actual journalism coming from CNN. I don't know, man. Is hell freezing over? Is it, is, is climate change reaching, reaching to hell? Something's up. Somebody said the chat froze. Must be, you must be in hell. The hell that's freezing over. <laughs> I don't know, man. Okay. CNN, NBC, weird times, weird times, but hey, got to reach the normies. That's kind of the point here, right? Some power plays going on behind the scenes with CNN or the companies that own CNN. They're changing their tune. Durham report comes out. Just got to set the stage. Trump's statement on this report. Wow. After extensive research, special counsel Don Durham concludes the FBI should never have launched the Trump-Russia probe. In other words, the American public was scammed. Just as it's being scammed right now, by those who want, who don't want to see greatness for America, those who want to destroy it. So, it's Trump's statement. And that's all on Durham, just the basics. Now, on to other stories. Rumble is about to get, well, not exciting, but a lot more people on the platform, which is exciting. But the point here is that Two absolutely massive internet streamers. One, he's the... He's got like 15 million subscribers. I don't even know how many subscribers he has. It's a lot. He calls himself I Show Speed. He's like this young gamer, streamer. Into sports too. He streams from sporting events. Calls himself I Show Speed. And then the number one most subscribed to Twitch streamer are both going to Rumble for an exclusive show. You heard that right. Most subscribed to Twitch streamer and number one US YouTube gaming streamer are coming to Rumble, which these guys are idiots. Let's be real. I couldn't care less about them, but I do care that they're coming to Rumble because you know what that means. It means that millions and millions of their mainly Gen Z audience is going to be coming to Rumble. Which, I hope Rumble servers can handle that. Infrastructure, invest in it, Rumble. But, that means that when these Gen Z people come to Rumble to watch their favorite streamers, hit the home page, what are they going to see? Have you looked at Rumble's homepage lately? It's just plastered with political content, pretty much. <laughs> That's like all it is. And it's all it's always been. It's kind of the main base that uses Rumble is people who get censored off YouTube. So 
political commentary, talk radio, a lot of gun tubers coming over to Rumble, but pretty much it. So that's good. I mean, that's great. Somebody asked, why are they idiots? Uh, I'm just purely basing it off their vernacular they use, off their antics on their channels, off their behavior. I don't think they have the highest IQ. That's not a personal attack, actually. That's just me literally saying that they're not the sharpest tools in the shed. It's not like their content is really enhancing the intelligence of their audience. <laughs> That's all I mean. That's all I mean. Um, so, but point is, they're going to be bringing a bunch of Gen Z over to the platform. And the Gen Z kids and then millennials, they're going to get hit. Oh, yeah. Chat says, the they-thems are coming. The they-thems are coming. Ah. <laughs> uh, but no, they're going to get hit with a lot of uh, alternative opinions. Let's just say that. They'll be triggered and run away at first glance, but they'll be back. They'll be back. So that's good. Uh, next, we got Joe Biden writing an op-ed that was published in the USA Today yesterday. And by writing an op-ed, I mean that this was Biden's aide or his assistant. Obviously, Joe Biden didn't write this thing. Joe Biden doesn't even know what a pen is these days. Joe Biden, this is assistant's wrote this op-ed published in the USA Today yesterday, which, mind you, the company that owns the USA Today is called... Ooh, I can't remember the name of the company. I might have to uh, look this up real quick. But point is, is that the headquarters of the company that owns the USA Today is located in McLean, Virginia. And you know what else is located in McLean, Virginia? Gannett. Gannett Publishing is the company that owns USA Today. Their headquarters is in McLean, Virginia, like right on the street from the CIA headquarters. In fact, the same mailman probably delivers all the mail to the CIA and then drives right over to the USA Today and then delivers it there and goes home. Anyway, USA Today is just a CIA shill rag, like many of them. Biden's op-ed, I'm doing everything I can to reduce gun violence. But Congress must do more. See this guy? Number one bullshit guy. Shots fired! Shots fired! <laughs> one year ago today, an individual who had posted a white supremacist manifesto armed with an AR-15-style firearm killed 10 black Americans and injured three others at a supermarket in Buffalo, New York. 10 days later, another lone gunman, again armed with an AR-15 style firearm, killed 19 children and two elementary teachers at an elementary school in Uvalde, Texas. What the hell is an AR-15 style firearm? That is not very specific. Oh, Jesus. Ban the guns. Ban the AR-15s. You know what I'm going to do? Every time Biden calls for gun control, I'm going to go out and buy an AR-15. Not really, though. I'm not that rich. Maybe if my last name was Biden or Clinton, I would be that rich, but it's not. 
Gotta say, the best firearm salesmen in the country are Democrats. <laughs> yeah, truly. <clears throat> anyway, I think I'm gonna buy some ammo tonight. Uh, and day after Biden published this op-ed, had this op-ed published. Oh, look at that. Another mass shooting in New Mexico. Three killed. Suspect dead. I think a police officer was shot in this one, too. Details are scant. Very slim. But the ATF in Phoenix, the ATF out of Phoenix, which I assume is the closest office they have to New Mexico, um published this tweet saying the ATF is responding to a report of a mass shooting in Farmington, New Mexico. ATF responding. Okay, I guess. The gay TF. <sighs> in the running for one of the worst three-letter agencies there are. Yeah, anyway. False flag vibes all around this one. Three civilians dead, two police officers shot, suspect killed by officers, motive unclear. T minus how long till the manifesto gets published? Or not published, right? Uh -uh. I don't even need details. It is instantly like, oh God, timing. Like timing is all you need. It's like, oh, timing. I'm not saying every mass shooting is a false flag, but... But let's look at the real world, folks. Take your blinders off. Take the red pill. In fact, take all the red pills. A lot of mass shootings are probably false flags. Appreciate it, Def Jeff. Five bucks for some, for some green tips. <laughs> uh, appreciate it, man. That's uh, probably going to go to 9mm. And thank you, my friends on Foxhole, for those gold pills. Polly, Sean, Joe, Porpoiseful. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Pew. Let's see. Oh, speaking of which, I got a question for you guys. Let me know in the chat. Um, I was spitballing this idea around with the Badlands crew. For you Badlands watchers out there, what would you guys think of a... Weekly gun show on Badlands. Yeah. I think that'd be fun. Me and like a few other people, we'll rotate hosts too. So, you know, it won't be the same people every week. We're... Would you guys watch a weekly show just talking Second Amendment related topics? Whatever, you know, maybe we'll watch some Garantham videos together or... Maybe we'll just talk our opinions on random stuff. Like, it wouldn't be anything too advanced or anything like that. Just shooting the shit on Second Amendment-related topics. Nice. 5-5, five, five. noted. Thanks for the opinions. Okay, that might be coming soon. Um, all right, onward. George Soros, Jorge Soros, this guy, 
This guy. Oh, man. There was a massive clickbait, super-duper clickbait headline that went viral this weekend. It was mainly from this tweet right here. Million views on this sucker. Look at that. Million views. And this wasn't the only one. We also had this article from worldbulletin.net. Sounds legit. Sounds legit. Worldbulletin.net. George Soros dead. This tweet. Breaking. George Soros has died of a violent heart attack, according to Politics for All Ireland. Sounds legit. Nothing even linked or sourced. No article posted. Sounds legit. Nope, not at all. Um, George Soros made a tweet from his Twitter account this morning. Rumors that I had a heart attack are completely false. I am alive and healthy. <laughs> Bummer. Anyway, uh, yeah, healthy. <laughs> right. Look at his eye bags. They look like a ball sack. He ain't healthy, but he is probably alive. Uh, rumors that he had a heart attack are false. Well, probably, because you have to have a heart to have a heart attack. Anyway, yeah, totally trash. A lot of people fell for it. A lot of people were even sharing the rumor. Like, at this point, first of all, I would not even come close to sharing this shit, because just look at what's sourced. Look at the sources posting this. Worldbulletin.net. Politics for all Ireland. Nothing even linked or sourced or anything like that. And second of all, just the fact that it's a rumor. You don't have to post every single rumor under the sun. Just move on. A lot of, a lot of obviously, a lot of content creators, influencers, whatever. Whatever you want to frickin' call them. Dumb shits. That's what I call a lot of them. You know, they just want clicks. And they just want frickin' clicks. They just want to put content out just to put content out. Whatever. So, that's the story on that one. Chat says, you watch Colin Noir for all your 2A stuff. I like him. He's cool. He put some good videos out. I like Colin. I like um, The Honest Outlaw. He's pro He's got a pretty good review channel. Grand Thumb's funny. A few others, too. Kentucky Ballistics, right? Demolition Ranch. All the popular ones. Um, yeah, you know, we'd have some fun doing that weekly gun show. And like I said, none of us are like super experts, but we just talk safety, how to, like what we do, et cetera, et cetera, have fun. Um, report on the latest like news about Second Amendment related topics. I think it'd be good. And uh, prep, right? Talk preparedness, shit hits the fan type stuff. So I think it's uh, important, good stuff. Good to be at least semi-knowledgeable about. You don't have to be an expert. You don't have to go out and buy 10,000 rounds in an arsenal, but just to know the basics, right? And be prepared. That's the important thing. Be prepared. Next subject. Democrat congressman's staff attacked by man with baseball bat. Virginia Democratic Representative Jerry Connolly said two staffers were injured Monday by a man wielding a bat who came into his district office in Fairfax, Virginia. 
Well, we better ban metal baseball bats. We need bat control. This is an assault weapon, an assault bat. We must ban baseball bats. No more baseball in this country. You must register for a permit to play baseball and own a bat. And we gotta register you with the ATFB, alcohol, tobacco, firearms, and bats. Right? You see what I'm picking up there. Anyway, um, it is sad, though. This is a sad situation. Whatever your political affiliation is, screw your political affiliation. In this regard, sad to see crazy guy walk into this office and just beat staffers. Like, one woman, it was her first day on the job, and she got hit in the side, and one senior aide was hit in the head with a metal bat. Like, uh, prayers for them. Um, do we dare, do we dare say false flag vibes <laughs> or do we dare say, um, no, I, I, it really happened, but do we dare say mind controlled Patsy? I don't know. Not diving into those conspiracy waters in this one could have been a legitimately crazy person. It is Virginia after all. Sorry, everybody from Virginia, your friends, you're our friends. But you're a little crazy. You're in Virginia. You got to be crazy to be in Virginia. Okay. Uh, another representative here, James Comer. Other other side of the aisle, GOP. House Oversight Committee Chairman James Comer said yesterday that congressional investigators probing Biden's family over foreign influence peddling allegations have lost contact with a leading informant. The informant ran away. They can't find him. No contact. So either he's scared, he was threatened, running away, or I would not put it past the CIA or the deep state to put a fake informant forward in front of these congressional committees and then right before they need that informant to go on record... They yanked that informant away from him and pulled the rug out from under the congressional committees and congressional investigators. Um, a lot of possibilities here, but those two, I think, are the most likely. And from what I understand, there's like multiple informants that have uh, ghosted, that have gone AWOL. So, anyway, keep tracking that. All right, big news that just came out a little while ago, hour or two ago. The U.S. Virgin Islands issued a subpoena to Elon Musk in the Jeffrey Epstein case. Yes, this is that U.S. Virgin Islands that is suing J.P. Morgan Chase and trying to subpoena J.P. Morgan and Les Wexner and all those others. Now they're issuing a subpoena to Elon Musk. Interesting. Interesting. On one hand, you might say, uh-oh, Elon, but on the other hand, he might completely comply and have nothing to hide and give a bunch of documents over. Big deal. Um, I think the Virgin Islands is subpoenaing him over Epstein trying to court Elon and trying to get Elon 
um, as a client for JP Morgan Chase or something like that. So it could just be a nothing burger, right? Also, there's something good to take away from this. Remember, Elon Musk is a big enemy. He's a big enemy of the establishment right now. So if the establishment wanted to smear Elon Musk, what would they do? Subpoena him in a Jeffrey Epstein case. And also, a positive takeaway from this is that uh, much like Trump, any, anything that could be spun as bad negative news, the media is going to report on. So by bringing Elon Musk into this conversation, now the media is going to report on this Virgin Islands lawsuit against J.P. Morgan Chase over Epstein-related stuff. If Elon Musk didn't get roped in, media would hardly say anything about it. There's a lot of people out there that have no idea that there's still Epstein-related lawsuits going on. But now Elon Musk gets roped in, a bunch of mainstream media is going to be reporting on it, lots of headlines are going to be out there, a lot more people are going to be familiar with the, huh, there is actually an Epstein case going on? I didn't know that. Wow. So that's one positive takeaway. We'll see what happens with this one, though. Um, and, you know, I, I didn't stream last Friday. My bad, guys. I promise I will be more consistent with streams going forward. But um, one thing I did want to touch on real quick is the new CEO of Twitter. Yes, she apparently is connected to the World Economic Forum or whatever. But um, Trump also tapped this woman for a couple of positions during his administration. And this woman also follows like a bunch of base conservatives on Twitter. So let's not get super triggered by certain details and forget the other details and just be triggered because we want to be triggered. I'm going to wait and see. I frankly don't think this woman is going to bring back shadow banning and censorship like a lot of people are ringing about. I think we'll be all right. I'm not concerned. And Elon Musk is still going to maintain a more managerial chair type role. I think we'll be all right. Okay. Onward from this border crisis. Check out this map. It's an illegal alien tracking map. Shows movement of the masses of illegals across the U.S. 71% of them end up in Republican districts. <clears throat> well, that's because they're all in Texas. If you take Texas out of the equation, it would probably be the other way around. 71% of them would be in Democrat-run areas. Like, seriously, if we just take Texas out of the picture here, look, they all went to Chicago, New York, Baltimore, D.C., Denver, SoCal, San Francisco, Pacific Northwest. Other than that, and Minneapolis right there. Other than that, no, like there are, they pretty much all went to Democrat places, Atlanta. Just take Texas out of the map. And <laughs> so anyway, yeah, man, look at that. And you know what's nuts is like check out some of the Timbuktu nowhere areas of Montana, Idaho, Oregon. Like, look at this. You've got... You've got some illegal alien phone data coming in from, like, the middle of the mountains of Idaho. 
like out in the freaking sticks. I don't know how a cell phone even gets tracked out there. There ain't no reception out there. What the hell? You got northern Montana, central Montana, which is like barren. Eastern Oregon. A few little blips on there. What the hell? Is that a little blip at Area 51? What the hell? <laughs> it's crazy, man. Do we got numbers on this? Like, how many pings? At least 5 million illegals have crossed the open border into the U.S. since Biden took office. Jesus. Is that real? I'm going to... I'm going to tell myself that's fake news so I can sleep tonight. Uh, this investigation found approximately 30,000 cell phone devices in NGO facilities and traced the location of those devices in the U.S., just during January 2022. Hmm. So that's only based on 30,000 cell phones in one month. So. They got around, know what I'm saying? They got work to do out in the farms. They got around. Yeah, anyway. Border crisis. Oh, wait. You're telling me that they can track all these illegal immigrants' phone data, but they can't track... The mules that were ballot trafficking all around Arizona and Georgia? Crazy. Funny how that works. All right. Wokeness. Bud Light ain't the only beer going woke. We've also got Miller Lite. Miller. Miller Lite joins Bud Light, atones for putting founding mothers of beer in bikinis. This is their ad that they put out. Miller Lite jumping into the, into the woke beer game. Here's a little known fact. Women were among the very first to brew beer ever. From Mesopotamia to the Middle Ages to colonial America, women were the ones doing the brewing. Centuries later, how did the industry pay homage to the founding mothers of beer? They put us in bikinis. Wow. Look at this shit. Wild! It's time beer made it up to women. So today, Miller Lite is on a mission to clean up not just their shit, but the whole beer industry's shit. Miller Lite has been scouring the internet for all this shit and buying it back so that they can turn it into good shit for women brewers. Literally, good shit. How, you ask? Ladies, take it away. First, we turn the bad shit into compost. Now we feed compost to worms. Push out beautiful fertilizer. That good shit helps farmers grow quality hops. Which is then donated to women brewers to make their own really good shit. But there's definitely more shit out there. In your attic, in the garage, in your parents' basement. Send any shit you got into Miller Lite and they'll turn that into good shit too. Dude, like a few bleeps are funny and it can make something a little more humorous, but that's just way too many bleeps and it gets way too annoying. And Miller Lite's going all feminist. Great, I guess. Whatever. Um, I don't know. I'll take a bikini over that terrible looking sweater any day of the week. But uh, not her, though. Not her in a bikini. Blech. Blech. Just don't drink beer, guys. <laughs> or brew your own. Oh, yeah. Miller Lite. Piss water, just like Bud Light. What happened to, like, 
Guinness commercials with their brilliant guys. That's when beer commercials were fun. Decade or two ago when you had like horses and trucks and football. Now it's just trannies and feminists. <laughs> I don't really like beer. Beer's not my thing. If I want to consume alcohol, I want to consume as little liquid as possible to get drunk. That's why I drink bourbon. Oh, and we can't just cancel the beer companies, guys. Sorry, ladies. You got to cancel Target. Target is going Target. Look at this. They literally have a Pride page, a whole page dedicated to Pride. And, uh... Kids and baby clothing section. Pride. Look at that. What does that say? Something proud? Being proud? Be kind. I am proud. Pride, pride. Hooray. Pride Kids Straight Biker Shorts. Pride Kids One Piece Swimsuit. Hold on. Hold on. Oh, man. <laughs> anyway. Cancel Target. Dude, Target's nasty, man. The whole store smells like chemical shit. Everything in there is made in China. Overpriced. Come on, don't go to don't buy don't buy from Target. Sorry. Cancel it. Cancel Target. It's just Walmart masquerading as I don't know. Whatever. Okay. Climate change. Hilarity from Bloomberg. South Africa beats climate goal as blackouts slash emissions. Yes. Power plant breakdowns are reducing industrial activity. So Bloomberg is saying that's a great thing because emissions are falling ahead of a 2025 target. South Africa doesn't have power. You will love it. Jedi mind tricks. You will love not having power because it's helping the climate. I seriously, that it, that's their narrative they're running with. You will love the blackouts and not having power because climate change. It's insane. Insanity. Um, what else? War on appliances this is from last week, but I haven't gotten to this yet. War on appliances continues as Biden administration releases new rules for dishwashers. Apparently right now, the current federal limit for a dishwasher is five gallons per cycle. And the Department of Energy is proposing a limit they would cap dishwashers at using 3.2 gallons per cycle. 
So a lot of dishwashers would have to get, I mean, the whole dishwash like appliance industry would have to get re redone, redone. Um, yeah, man, pretty nuts. And they're trying to ban gas stoves too. New York banned gas stoves. Rule applies in a couple of years. Uh, San Francisco. More stores closing in San Francisco. Remember we had Whole Foods closing because too much stuff was getting stolen from their stores. A few other stores were closing in downtown Portland and downtown San Francisco because of theft. Now we have Coco Republic. I have no idea what that even is. What's Coco Republic? Is that some fancy, like, Lululemon type crap? Uh, I don't know. But anyway, Coco Republic closed their San Francisco flagship store after only seven months. Oh, it's a furniture retailer. Coco Republic is an Australian furniture retailer. Why'd they close? Oh, they closed because a lack of foot traffic and unsafe conditions in the area, or at least the perception of unsafe conditions in the area. So I've, you're not, you're not going to be able to shoplift furniture. It's not really shoplifting in this one, but it's just unsafe. So no one's going there. No one's hanging out in downtown San Fran. Yeah. Yep. People are not. No. All right. It's exactly what's happening. People are not going to the downtown areas of these big cities anymore. So shops ain't going there. I'm gonna be ghost towns soon. And what else we got? One last thing from the FDA. Reported by the Epic Times. Digital twins of human patients can be developed using AI to speed up drug development. This was the press release from the FDA. FDA releases two discussion papers to spur conversation about artificial intelligence and machine learning in drug, drug development and manufacturing. The FDA wants to, wants to use AI and machine learning to create digital versions of human patients with the hope of making targeted drugs. I mean, I guess, yeah, on one hand, that could actually help, but you got to be real freaking careful with it and Whoever's using it needs to use it responsibly because obviously that could get real creepy real quick. So, anyway. All right, we're done. We're done here. We'll go to the chat for a few minutes. I'm getting hot in here. My AC's not on. Um, tunes. Had a rumble rant to shout out. Hold on. Where was that? Thank you, Susan. To hell with Media Matters. They are sheep shepherded by 
communists. Whatever they are, whatever ist or ism you want to call them, they're assholes. Thanks, dude. Caught me live. Keep it going. Like my content. Appreciate it, man. How cool is it in Idaho? It was like 85, 90 today. Something around there. gets hot in this room because I got computer going, light going, windows aren't open. like an excuse to clone people that's what I'm saying I mean AI I think AI if used responsibly can be a very helpful powerful resourceful tool for positive things but it can very easily be used for dark agendas Chat says one of the kids' swimsuits has a tuck function. Oh no. Let's not even go there. Lane was cool, expensive as hell though. $400,000 homes went for almost a mil. Yeah. A lot of, a lot of Californians moving up there to Coeur d'Alene. Northern Idaho is sweet. Um, I'm not up there though. Winters are a little rough. I'd guess not many buying furniture these days in this economy. Probably not buying from Coco Republic. That shit's probably expensive. A lot more people buy in Ikea these days. Or from the thrift store. Craigslist. Which, hey, I'm all for bargain shopping. Live chat says so much for Durham. We don't know the future. 
future. Lots of Durham FUD out there today. FUD, F-U-D, fear, uncertainty, and doubt, especially coming from one Jack Posobiec. Oh God, that guy's insufferable. He goes after Anons. He goes after the whole Q movement whenever possible, right? And because the Q movement, um, much of which is centered around Durham, whenever we get some Durham news and Posobiec can spin it as a nothing burger, he'll use that to attack what he calls the TikTok crowd or Anons. Oh God, Posobiec's insufferable. And he was putting out so much Durham FUD today. clown show to be fair what investigation hasn't turned out to be a total rug pull good point it's only a rug pull if you get your hopium up if you get your own expectations sky high in this comment he started q which is why he debunks it Pasobic didn't start q was that a, was that serious is that a serious comment what you smoking what you smoking give me some of that shit actually don't give me any of that shit because i don't want to <laughs> make dumb comments like that <laughs> no Pasobic didn't start q come on come on mrs j Yeah, just no Wayfair. No Wayfair cabinets. I don't feel like spending $50,000 on a cabinet and end up getting a four-year-old in the mail. Oh, no. Oh, this is a good, this is a good uh, comment here. Actually, in fact, that's a comment I might even make a freaking video about. So that would just be good for a lot of people to hear. Um, comment asks, you're confused, that brings you to a point. You have people that believe Q things and the deep state fears it. So why do they feed it by creating grifters? Good question. So basically you're asking, if the deep state is creating these controlled opposition people and planting them into the Q movement and helping like spread the ideas of Q, why, why would the deep state do that? Um, good question. My answer to that would be so the deep state can weaponize narratives against Q, right? For instance, the JFK Jr.'s Alive stuff or his tribunals, this person or that person's executed, Nazara, quantum financial system trash, you can go down the list, but, um, right, you probably have these assets that are planted into the Q movement to put out 
these trash clickbait narratives. And then what happens? Mainstream media runs a hit piece highlighting said clickbait narrative and with the headline of, oh, look how crazy all these QAnon people are. So it's a classic poison the well kind of psyop tactic. And in fact, you know, a lot of these clickbait narratives have nothing to do with Q. They're not Q things. In fact, just reading Q's posts, they said JFK Jr. not alive. Earth flat, no. Moon landing's not faked. Um, things like this. So it's information warfare. Steven Greer clickbait? Yeah. Knowing, yeah. Honestly, just my opinion. I could be wrong, but I might not be. I think Greer is a controlled asset. Whatever, whoever he's controlled by, I do think Greer puts out some disinformation. Granted, there's some information that comes from Steven Greer about the whole UFO topic that I think is probably true. So it's a good point in that just because somebody is a controlled asset doesn't mean they're 100% disinfo. You can still get some useful information from them, but you just have to be real careful about vetting. When it comes to Greer, yeah, I think Greer is uh, quite the grifter and likely putting out some lines of um, false thinking. What about his meditating? You mean his whole CE5 dealios? Yeah, I mean, I think there's something to it. But Greer charges people, what, like $3,000 just to go stargaze with him for a weekend and do some meditations? It's absurd. And you don't have to call it CE5 or whatever. It's almost like Greer's trying to like patent or trademark some meditation contact experiences. Uh, all right, guys, good chat tonight. Um, I will I'll see you Wednesday. Be here on Wednesday, Badlands stream on Thursday, and I'll be here Friday. So should be closer to uh, 8 p.m. though. I think uh, I think I started about 8:30 tonight. Wednesday will be uh, 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 Pacific on Wednesday, and I think that's it. What else do I have going on that I want to tell you guys about? Um, Go follow me on Instagram. I've been stirring the shit on there. It's been kind of fun. 
Posting some short vids on IG. If you want to check them out, I post about a video a day. Short video. One or two a day. But almost up to 5,000 followers on Instagram. It's been fun. So go follow me there if you want to, at George Sather. J-O-R-D Sather. And uh, you can watch me stir the shit on that platform. And then also, if you guys would like to support my work, but also get something in return, check out ConsciousDrink.net. This is my supplement brand, and I've got um, some good stuff on there. I mean, organic coffee with medicinal mushroom extracts. This is a super popular product. A lot of people really like it. I have it in decaf and regular, but it's got extracts of chaga, reishi, cordyceps, lion's mane, bunch of mushrooms to help all kinds of things in your body. And then organic instant coffee that actually tastes good, way better than Starbucks. Got matcha too, Michael Matcha. Matcha green tea with lion's mane. Individual mushroom extracts, oregano oil, uh, greens powder. I think the curcumin's out of stock right now, but it's coming in later this week. And then I do have a pet curcumin. New product, pet formula curcumin. This will help your pet's joints. It's really good for old dogs and cats. Check it out. ConsciousDrink.net. Link will be below. Thank you, guys. See you Thursday. Take care, everybody.